0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app.
1: Let's talk with Jason Logan now from Covers. Jason, how are you doing tonight? Thanks for joining us, man.
2: I'm good. I'm good. No problem. Happy to be here. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing pretty good. So let's start with Thursday Night Football. Uh, Not the sexiest matchup because it features the Miami Dolphins, but they take on the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens had to come from behind to beat the uh, Vikings in their last game. Lamars looked great all season long. We didn't know if they were going to be able to run the ball when all their backs started dropping preseason, but uh, they figured some things out. They're sitting there with just two losses. Any thoughts on this one with Baltimore? Seven and a half point road favorites and the total sitting at 47.
2: Yeah, I do a uh, weekly spot bet. Piece. I love my situational handicapping and, and the Ravens were kind of my schedule spot to watch out because believe it or not, they haven't played a road game in like 40 days wow. by the time they hit the field in this one. Yeah. So they had four home games in a row as well as a week eight bye. So the last time they played on the road was October 3rd um, when they beat up on Denver. So if you look at kind of the way that Denver's odds are being made right now and what we're basing things on, we're basing it on, on four straight home games. So I'm a little cautious of this one, especially because it's on the other side of the seven at seven and a half. And because too, I mean, if you look at their last four games, nothing came easy except for that LA Chargers win at 34, six, they just swamped them, but they had a come from behind overtime victory against Indianapolis, which seems like, you know, years ago, um, they lost big to Cincinnati and then they had a come from behind win over Minnesota in overtime last week. So, I mean, Lamar, Lamar is probably the best player in the league, top five guy. He's carried this team, which is a testament to how good he is. But I'm just wondering, on a short week, they're hitting the road for the first time. Maybe a bit of a, you know, guys aren't sleeping in their, in their own bed anymore. So I'm a little bit cautious. I expect this line to go off, too. Um, and then, of course, you have the two uh, Jacoby-Brissett debate on the other side and whether there's actually a point differential between the two of them. Yeah. Um, you know, two ways a little more dynamic does get rid of the ball a little quicker, but you know, sometimes when he does get rid of the ball, you're kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> holding your breath. We're, set, we're set a little more, uh, composed there, but he's a guy that hangs onto the football a lot. And Baltimore loves to bring, bring all those compl- complicated blitzes and a lot of pressure. So, um, I'm a, I'm a little hesitant of Baltimore in this one, just, just with the spread as big as it is. And with this being their first road game in a long, long time.
3: Yeah. Same here, Jason, uh, Last week, Jason was a trap game central, three <laughs> ten-point dogs winning outright. Jacksonville, Jets, and Carolina all double-digit underdogs this week. Uh, do you think that there's any value in betting any of these teams for another trap game special?
2: Any of the any of the double-digit dogs this yes.
3: week? Yes. Yep.
2: Uh, you know, it's tough because you have like Jacksonville is in the letdown spot of all letdown spots and Indy's not going to, uh, take them lightly at all. Um, and then you have the jets, you know, Buffalo's coming off that loss to Jacksonville and they're probably a little pissed off. Um, and then you look at like Carolina's getting what, ten and a half now at Arizona. Yep. And that's kind of a mess there. You know, they're swapping Darnold for PJ Walker, which is really, there's no difference on the spread, maybe half a point to the there's spread. There's no difference in, in the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Darnold, Darnold, Darnold is a little more mobile than people will give him credit for. But the problem there is the issues on the offensive line. You're down a center, you're down a tackle. You maybe get your your which was originally your starting center back. They're hoping that that they get him back, but you're up against a really really aggressive Arizona pass rush, which is up there in blitz, up there in pressure rate. Um, they love to get after it and cause that chaos up front, and then it's it's forced those takeaways. So they have a lot of interceptions, a lot of fumbles. Um, and, you know, when you have a backup quarterback not getting the protection that he needs, um, those things tend to happen. And you don't want to give Arizona if, – if Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are ready to go, you can't give Arizona any extra possession. So, for me, I don't, I don't know. I, I I took Arizona earlier when it came out last Sunday night. It was nine and a half. I was like, this, I have to bet this line out because it's going to go – and even at 10, I said it was a good line. But I knew it was going to go to 10 and a half. Um yeah, I'm, stay, I'm staying clear of those, those those big dogs this week, at least those double-digit dogs this week.
0: Jason, we see the Saints helmet in your possession right now on our stream. Are you a Saints fan?
2: I'm not. I'm not. I just do weekly TV spots oh, with WGN man. in New Orleans. Man, I'm very I'm a Cowboys fan, which I don't know if that's worse uh. or better. I'm not sure.
0: Well, we, uh, Trista but Crick I, here, is, a is a, fan. she's a huge Cowboys fan, but she – Hates all of her teams, so we don't really hear talk much about them. But I (laughs) I talk about the Cowboys all the time because they they cover a lot, except for last week when I said the ball would continue to roll, and it did not. But with the Saints thing, I saw the helmet. I thought I could ask you from a fan perspective, but I'll just ask you from a cover's perspective of the Saints. Looking like they're interested, possibly, maybe, in Odell Beckham Jr., number one, like not, not even really gambling involved, but what did you think? What do you think that team will look like, especially this year with Odell Beckham? Is this a longer term play? Like what, what did, what would your best fit also be for OBJ um, this season and even next season?
2: Um, I don't think new Orleans is the fit. I mean, even if you get Winston back, that just seems like a combustible combination. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the arm and, and Odell Beckham does have the speed, but you know, things go sideways. It's, it's just not a great combo. And right now, I mean, you can't you can't put him on that team right now with the quarterback, uh, with Simeon and then, um, yeah, the other uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, you know, that that's not that's not the combination for for Odell Beckham. If you look at his career, uh, he's he's played with good quarterbacks, but not great quarterbacks. And I'd like to see him play with a really great quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to say that Eli Manning wasn't. You know, Eli Manning was good.
1: He was old. And
2: Baker yeah, Mayfield, not
1: stage right.
2: Baker Mayfield is very hit and miss, but we haven't seen him kind of get down with a really good quarterback. Big so I mean, guy. it it'd be it'd be fun to see him in Green Bay. It would be fun to see him with Russell Wilson on the other side of DK Metcalf, which I don't know if that's going to happen. with some of the rumblings out there, but I'd like to see him with it with an elite quarterback at least for one season. At least at least kind of rent him for one season and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I would love that as well. I think Ryan Ryan are uh, over here was. <laughs> uh very low on that proposition until you know more weeks came about and now he's all in for Odell Beckham
1: Yeah yeah I'm a Packer fan Jason and you know I was like oh, ah, yeah, who needs Odell Beckham Jr does he get after the quarterback or play defensive back cuz I never want to see Kevin King but then you know when you're one of the three teams then you're like well you know who needs defense when you can hang 40 with Aaron Rodgers every week. Speaking of Green Bay, what are your thoughts on uh, Seattle's three-and-a-half-point dogs right now and getting that number? Sure, it could go up if Aaron Rodgers is starting, but we won't know until Saturday, and then he has to test negative twice. So Russell Wilson is going to play. There's a chance it's Russell Wilson against Jordan Love, and you could get Russ as a three-and-a-half-point dog uh, at Lambeau. He never plays well there, but any thoughts? Because I had to jump all over Seattle immediately.
2: Yeah, no, I think you're right there, too. I think you have to get it, especially if you can get – because some places are down This three, so you definitely will get the half-point hook there. With them, uh, they get Russell Wilson back. He's a complete game changer. And if you look at Seattle, they were competitive without him. And the defense actually kind of stepped up without him too. They didn't, you know, they didn't play the toughest competition. But if you look at that span since week six, and then they had the bye week, um, they were fourth in EPA per play in defense in the NFL, and that from week six onward, uh, which is big for that Seattle defense because generally it's pretty trash. Um, and if if Rogers does come back, then this one, you know, goes back up to four, four and a half. Maybe five, if uh, you know people steamroll it. I love the fact that I mean, people didn't like Rodgers to begin with. Now, but right. now we have like a real now we have a real villain to cheer against, which is, which is great. And maybe it hits that Mayweather, that Floyd Mayweather thing where people just want to bet against the Packers every week because they hate Aaron Rodgers. But uh, I definitely I do like Seattle in this. I write a weekly underdogs column, and that's uh, I gotta I gotta write that one tomorrow morning. I'm hoping that it stays at three and a half and doesn't go down any further. But I, I do like Seattle in that in that one. And despite all of the, I think they haven't won in Lambeau you know, yeah. like, uh, since Wilson was there. So, um, but uh, yeah, I think I think just with just with kind of the question marks around around Aaron Rodgers, all that's right. the best number you can get with Seattle right now.
1: Two more numbers I want to get your opinion on really quickly here because I also played Carolina's ten point dogs and I know that that's been taken off at some shops. We have it luckily at BetMGM, so I was able to grab them as double digit dogs. Now, obviously, like. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to bet Carolina at this point, but getting them at that number, I love, but the one that I really, um, I hate that I had to play it, man, but Patrick Mahomes, and I know how bad the chiefs have been, but I'm getting them under a field goal, two and a half. Mm. And maybe I'm a sucker for doing it, but any thoughts on the chiefs on the road, taking on the Raiders? Because I just, I took the money line minus minus one thirty five. Like the chiefs need every win that they could get right now, especially in that division. And I know the Raiders have been tough, but I think Kansas city finally gets right this weekend. Your thoughts.
2: Yeah, and this was, I I do on Sunday nights, I do a bet now, bet later type uh, article and kind of point out the points where that you want to bet. And and Vegas was the team to kind of bet later because it was two and a half. And if you look out there, the the minus two and a half on KC is kind of juice minus 115. I think some places might be as high as minus 120 on it. So it looks like it could go to three. Um, If you like the Raiders, then maybe wait it out. But I'm kind of with you on Kansas City. And there was a big reporter, I can't recall who it was this week. And he basically said like, you know, Kansas City is starting to get right. The defense is looking – I mean, it's not that hard to look better than it has because it's been just rotten through the first uh, bit of the season, but they're starting to get better. And the biggest problem with Kansas City is Patrick Mahomes, and that's not a bad problem to have because that guy's going to – you know, he's, he's good. He's going to get right. And like you said, this is kind of one of these games where they, they have to get right. They can't fall behind in this division because it is kind of a logjam right now. And I think there's still a lot of or off-field issues. The Vegas team is still trying to scramble after the John Gruden incident, and then you got the rugs accident, and then they had what was another corner got wave. He was waving guns on social media or something like that. It's just all these off-field issues for for the Raiders. I mean, at what point do they actually bleed over to the field? And um, and it, it, that's that's one of the big questions for me. Is you know it is kansas city and they do need this game so
3: jason speaking of that division uh the chargers are one of the more frustrating teams this year like they should be really really good and they had promise early on in the year they've got an offense with a bunch of weapons a great quarterback they've got derwin james who's probably one of the most versatile safeties in the league and they Mm -hmm. barely got right last week against the eagles like they should have lost that game now a three-point home favorite against the Vikings, who are equally a roller coaster. Is this a stay-away game to you, or do you actually have a play here?
2: Yeah, see, I've been I've been kind of uh, hot on Minnesota. I've been waiting for them to get better, and they're just – I said they're, they're, they're kind of like the craft beer of NFL. Like mm-hmm. one sip, they taste great, and then the next sip, you're like, this tastes like furniture polish, and that's Minnesota. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic in the first half, rotten in the second half. The defense is kind of up and down. But with the Chargers, that's a game they would normally lose. That East Coast game, a tight game, comes down to the comes down to the end. That's a game that traditionally, over the last few years under Anthony Lynn, that's a game they lost. I think that's a turning point game for them. Um, Herbert went into that game; he was on a two-game str- he was two-game struggle, wasn't looking great. He got right in that game. Um, Philly is a tough tough team to kind of play against as well. Too, Absolutely. they run a lot of RPO. They they throw a lot at you. Um, especially recently too, they've been able to get that kind of rushing game going. It's weird they lose Miles Sanders and then they decide to run the football. But uh, back to the Chargers, I, I, I like this team this week. I'm kind of I'm kind of getting away from Minnesota in this matchup and looking towards LA because I was I was quite impressed. That was a game I bet the Eagles. The Eagles are kind of they might the Eagles might be your uh, might be my Chargers to your you know you know what I mean the yeah. team that you just can't can't win with. Like, when I bet on them, they lose, and when I bet against them, they win. Uh, But I I, I like what I saw from L.A. last week. That was a tough game.
0: Jason, before we get out of here, we got about 60 seconds. Anything else that you just love in the NFL this couple of Jumping
3: for joy for.
2: Jumping for joy for. uh, (laughs) I made a couple early bets. You know what I do like? I do like the under in Tampa Bay and Washington. Um, You know, Tampa Bay was waiting for a couple of those receiving targets to come back. It doesn't look like Antonio Brown or Grant may be back. They're they're still holding their breath there. But they're going to get stronger in the secondary, which is something that's been hurting them since week one. Uh, Washington's offense really fell off the, a cliff there after some promising We suck, Jason. Heineke. You can
0: say it. We suck.
2: Yeah, they're not that great. Uh, and as a Cowboys fan, it, it pains me to say that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay knows Tyler Haneke now. They're definitely watching over him after what happened to the wild card game. But I will say the Washington defense is getting better. The pass rush is getting better. I want to say over the last three games, I think they have 12 of their 19 sacks over the last three or four games. So that pass rush is starting to come back around. So I do really like the under... Uh, It was as high as fifty two. I think it's down to fifty one and a half. So that that was one of my favorite plays this week.
1: Jason, good luck this weekend. Thanks so much, man.
2: Thank you, guys. Good luck to you as well.
1: Thanks, Jason. Jason Logan, you could find his work with covers. And if you missed anything or joined us in the middle, you could find the podcast a little bit later wherever you find your podcast. All you got to do, type in BetMGM tonight.